Leaves, leaves, turns that far sideways. Brian, the gate is down. This is a sharp left-hander. Who's going to shot? Looks like Darcy Lange on that Richmond Gallon Kawasaki gets the jump. That's where it all started. Big MX Radio, brought to you by Justified Cultures, is on the air. Fueled by a passion, focused on motocross. Fly racing, Bill's Pipes, W Wheels, Maxima USA, Moto Ice Wrap, 100% Goggles, and Moto Stuff make it possible to bring you the news, the interviews, and the point of views inside the sport of motocross. The gate's about to drop on Big MX Radio. Welcome to the Big MX Radio Podcast Show, brought to you by Fly Racing and Justified Cultures. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt, and you can go to justifiedcultures.com right now and enter discount code BIGMX17 to receive 30% off your bill. That's 30% off your holiday shopping at Justified Cultures by entering discount code BIGMX17 upon checkout. As you can tell, I've got a bit of a uh, sore throat and I'm a bit under the weather today, but we're still going to try and get a couple podcasts in. With us on the line, we've got the uh, the 117 of Frank Man. Frank, <laughs> how are you this beautiful, beautiful Monday afternoon? Man, I'm doing great. I uh, it's great to hear from you, Brad. I uh, uh, it's not so beautiful down here, although it's not minus 36 like it is up there in uh, in the Arctic Circle where you're calling from, but. Uh, it's about 38 and wet and gloomy, but uh, I still managed to get out there and clean up my bike uh, after a good, fun weekend of moto, which was nice to uh, be doing it after, uh, you know, after all the healing up and the crashing and whatnot. So it's nice to be out there. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna complain about it, no matter how bad the weather was. Exactly. Much has transpired since the last time we ta- we talked. Yeah. Uh, since then, uh, you you've changed colors. Uh, you you've had yourself a pretty decent sized get off uh, to the point where uh, you actually were a little bit quieted down for a quite a uh, little while, and that we'll, we'll touch on that a little bit. But uh, yeah, you're totally right, man. I live in the in the Arctic Circle up here in Canada, Winnipeg, Manitoba, one of the coldest um, cities in all of all of. Uh, North America, and uh, where the temperature yesterday was minus 37, uh, a whole 60 degrees different from where you're at right now. But uh, nevertheless, uh, we are styling, profiling, we're talking motocross, and uh, it's a pleasure to have you on the show, man. You're a repeat offender. Well, it's great to be a repeat offender. I was uh, excited to get the call and uh, look forward to talking a little moto with you. Absolutely. So uh, let's let's uh, spin the clocks back a little bit to uh, the the days uh, shortly before uh, your your uh, your quite sizable get off. I believe uh, you were able to take in at least one of the Verb Classics before uh, taking a little bit of a dirt nap. Yeah, um, yeah, I did. It was um, so uh, I had a pretty bad accident on the twenty fourth of September, but. Prior to that, uh, things were great. You had mentioned uh, color change, and so uh, uh, I know you're referring to going from the Yamaha uh, to uh, to Husqvarna, and um, I'm really excited about the change. I mean, I can't say I cannot say anything bad about the. Uh, of course, you know I'm a two-stroke guy at heart, um, 
And I can't say anything about the uh, YZ. I mean, it is the uh, it is the workhorse. Um, it's the workhorse of the two strokes. I mean, it that thing's been around and and uh, you know, for better or for worse, not a lot of changes to it um, uh, to speak of. But uh, you know, don't fix what's bro- you know don't fix what's not broken. So I've been a big fan of it. Um, we had a lot of fun on the uh, on the YZ and. Uh, and it built me a really nice bike. Uh, Mike Duclos and the guys at uh, Rock River uh, had hooked me up with one of those. And, and I think we had talked about on our last phone call, we had uh, built a great bike for Motocross Action Magazine uh, in 15 for Timmy the Door to build it. So we built a replica of that dude and um, had a lot of fun with it. Had some pretty good success on it, uh, racing all these expensive four strokes and, uh, Got, um, had some success with it. And so, uh, but I had an opportunity, you know, uh, with Meta and Verb, uh, Husqvarna had been, uh, especially with the, on the Meta side as one of the larger advertisers with Meta. And, uh, when, uh, Timmy had called me one day back, gosh, when I guess we first heard about the, uh, uh, the new, the new two strokes coming out before they had even tested them. Timmy had got a sneak peek, and uh, he called me. He said, hey, man, this has got to be our new two-stroke. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And I said, you know, of course, I, I kind of hear rumors that they're coming out. KTM and uh, Husky were coming out with a new one. And so when he showed me some pictures, it was like, yep, that's it. That's what I got to have. And uh, so I was waiting for it. Um, Bobby Woolridge, who's with Atlanta Husqvarna down here, uh, me and Timmy and a couple other guys all, all did uh, did the switch and uh, waited and waited until the uh, TC250s came out. And as far as I know, we were some of the first folks to get them down here in the South. So uh, we got them, and it's I got to tell you, it's an unbelievable machine. Uh, I was super impressed with the uh, with the Air Force, which is actually kind of funny. I was. Um, he he ought to know. I was uh, at regional qualifiers for the Mid East, and I was up at Baja Acres, and uh, John Grew had come off the uh, track in the fifty class. Um, I'm not fifty yet, uh, but I can see it. Uh, he uh, he came off, and we were just chit chatting when he was, uh, you know, I guess in the when you come off the track, they um, give you an inspection or whatever for the top four or six or whatever we were. But anyway, I was talking to him, and he said, uh, I noticed on his KX, he had uh, white power cone valve forks on his uh, KX. And I was like, hey, John, I said, what's up with that? And he goes, yeah, he said, I really like him. I guess he wasn't a fan of the air forks. And I said, God, I said, you know, I said, the uh, new Husky's got some air forks coming on it that uh, I'm switching over to. And I said, maybe I, maybe I need to uh, start looking at these cone valves, huh? He said, not so fast. I said, really? He goes, from what I understand and from what I'm hearing, the uh, white powers really got them figured out. They're really good forks. Well, cool. yeah, he did know, and man, they are good. And so uh, I've really enjoyed the husky. Uh, my buddies that have gotten them, Timmy's enjoyed them. Uh, he certainly puts them through the paces uh, way more than me and my other uh, vet buddies do. But uh, really good, and, and the motor is is, is amazing. I, I never thought uh, you could build a two strut that didn't. It literally kind of didn't even vibrate. So uh, it's kind of like riding a four-stroke as far as feeling, the feeling you get in your hands. But uh, it's still a two-stroke, and I've had a lot of fun with it. So, 
Yeah, got to uh, got to get on it and race it, and uh, the guys at uh, Vermoto were cool enough to ask me to um, uh, ask, uh, I don't know, ask me, appointed me, or whatever they did to be a hired gun for the southeastern region uh, for uh, for the Verb Classic. So I got to uh, break out the new Husky and uh, put on a bib and, and go do some battle on my two stroke, and actually did pretty good. Uh, I could see first place, but uh, we had some really good battles. I think I ended up fourth overall in 40 or 45. I can't remember which. So, uh, But, yeah, it was a lot of fun on the change color. But um, Well, n- nothing nothing feels better than uh, uh, either competing with or passing a uh, one of those modern four-strokes on a, uh, what most <laughs> would consider uh, older technology. I myself yeah. have a, a KTM 252-stroke one year uh, behind your current model, which I understand is uh, basically brand new from the ground up. So it's nice to see that both KTM and Husky uh, together uh, developing and pushing the boundaries of, uh, of two-stroke racing because I know the two of us like to pre-mix our fuel. Um, and uh, where, where does the bike... Uh, come in parallel where does it uh where does it surpass the the yamaha that you you had before because i know you love that bike yeah i did um and and i still do um and in fact i actually built me one just like it in a 125 and and that one i'm not getting rid of um that man i tell you that i don't know if it's um i don't really know if it's the frame so much as far as surpassing it i think it's just got it's got some more horsepower I mean, it just does. It's a little more powerful. Uh, it's the power is very, very smooth. Uh, I think with the airbox, the airbox is a little bit different on the Husky than it is the KTM. Um, you know, from what I've read and from what I've gotten uh, in my own feedback between the uh, Husky TC250 and, and the uh, SX250 um, KTM, I think the airbox with the being a little different, a little more restricted on the Husky seems to give it a little bit more smoother power delivery. Um, you know, as far as the ergonomics of the bike, they feel pretty same. It feel, feel the same to me. Um, compared to the uh, to the old guy, the old YZ250, um, you know, there's just different things. I, I, I think the SSS, I'm not going to tell you that, uh, I'm not going to tell you that I think the white power Air, For- Air Forts are better than the uh, than the than the SSS Yamaha ports, I'm not going to say that because they're pretty they were they were really good. Um, the Yamahas were, but uh, I'm not saying they're worse. I'll say that. So that and, and this is the first real experience I've had with some with the Airport technology. Um, but that and then really the the lightness uh, you can't you can't beat a 200. And, I think it's a 211-pound motorcycle. Um, so you got a 211-pound dirt bike. You've got the best brakes in the business. Um, now the the 15 or 16, I think I had a 16. It was a 15 uh, YZ. It had upgraded brakes, uh, and, and but they're nothing compared to the KTM brakes, and, and they were good. Um, and of course, you know you gotta love the hydraulic clutch, but. Uh, all in all, it's just it's just new. It's it's a little bit better, kind of all the way around. Uh, but the YZ wasn't bad, so that's saying a lot, you know. 
Absolutely. Well, uh, you've had the benefit of uh, having two very capable steeds underneath you. Um, but uh, uh, the, one of the, the main reasons why we want to have you back on the show, because it uh, just recently you had your triumphant return back to uh, putting knobbies in dirt <laughs> after uh, after t- taking taking that beautiful white Husqvarna of yours and slamming it ever so hard against the uh, about the, the, southern, the southern soils of, uh, of Georgia. Tell us a little bit about how you uh, you came to be uh, talking a little bit differently for a while there. Yeah, well, for those who may follow me on Facebook or Instagram, this will probably fill in the gaps on uh, some of the comical Facebook live feeds, and I'll get to that in a minute. Uh, well, one of your past guests and a good buddy, my Matt Shue, uh, former Supercross rider, he, he builds a lot of tracks, and, and he's built one out there, and I think he talked about it when he was uh, on your show, uh, Synergy, over in Alabama. Well, Matt's been asking me to get out there and come race over there, and uh, I really wanted to. Uh, I just my schedule and and the the other races and stuff that I was doing just never lined up exactly right for me to hit it over there. But um, it, it finally did. Um, Matt and I raced it. In fact, Matt was also uh, uh, Matt was a hired gun in the forty plus class because he's old now, and. Um, <laughs> In fact, yeah, and I was in the 45. I was, I was trying to see there. Here's this old thing again. I'm trying to put it all together. But anyway, uh, yeah. So we went down and did the verb. We talked about it. I was like, yeah, man, I'm going to come over and do the. Uh, I'll come over to Synergy and race the big series, the best in Georgia, best in Georgia um, series. I had done one earlier in the year when it was at Monster Mountain, and uh, had some good results. One of my classes, and I'm like, yeah, I'll go back over there and ride Matt's track. Well, I got over there, um, I, I kind of, so I have a couple rules. First, you know, one of the rules is I, I never, I don't go race by myself. Uh, I just don't think it's really safe. It's probably not a good practice. But uh, on this particular, um, on this particular uh, weekend, uh, I was by myself. But I thought, you know what, it's not that big a deal. I'm just going over to Alabama and, uh so I uh, I told my wife, I was like, hey, you know what? I'm just going to head out on Friday night. And I'm laughing because I've got to tell you what happened. Uh, it set the stage for this weekend. So when I went up to Baja Acres for regionals, I'll back up a second. My brother and I, he went with, so he was going to pit with me and all that. And he's he's been disabled uh, from an accident he's had, so he doesn't race anymore. And so he was just with me. So we're driving up, and I'm somewhere on my way to Michigan. I don't know, probably Ohio. I can't remember where I was. I'm in the middle lane, and I, I've got these people that are driving by me on the left lane, and they're waving at me and waving at me. They're like, dude, pull over. And I'm looking at them like, man, I'm about to, I'm about to pull this 9 millimeter out. I'm going to better stop yelling at me. I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. Well, my brother looks in the right rear view mirror and goes, hey, dude, your, uh, your Blackwater toilet dumper pipe thingy is hanging out with your bumper, and it's flopping around down the road because I was pulling my camper trailer. So now all of a sudden I feel like an idiot because everybody's mad at me. I'm thinking everybody's mad at me and they're just trying to be helpful. So uh, anyway, I pull over. Well, the hose, as you can imagine, now has holes all in it. Now that hose is the hose that you use to drain the the black water in a camper, the dirty job. Yeah. Well, I stuff it back in the bumper and I put some duct tape over the bumper because that's where this hose pipe stays. Anyway, fast forward to Matt's race. So I tell my wife, I'm like, hey, um, I'm going to, uh, I, had, I had since bought another pipe. But when I bought the new pipe, it, it was a cool kind of collapsible one. 
and, and I put it in there, but I didn't take out the old one. I just kind of let it slide to the other end of the thing. So fast forward to headed to Matt's race. It's getting dark. I'm headed over to Alabama, and I'm th- and all of a sudden I haven't used my trailer since regionals. Um, no, I used it. Verb- anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, I don't need to make it longer than it needs to be. But so I pull over at the Loves, and, and Matt's calling me. He goes, "Where are you? You you lost?" I'm like, "No, I got a dump a dumper. I got you know the, the crapper's full." And and I'm like. I need to dump it. So I get out, I pull in the Love's parking lot, um, the truck stop. I go in, I pay, she gives me the code or the key, I unlock it. Well, here I am, it's hot. It's September, we had that heat wave. I'm in flip-flops, shorts, T-shirt, my hat's on backwards. I was jamming on out on a Friday evening. The sun's about to set. Here I am trying to jump and dump the black water. So I pull out the pipe, hook it up to the, to the RV, and I stick it down in the pipe, and right about the time that I pulled the lever, it occurred to me that I had the wrong pipe. And so, so, dude, stuff was going everywhere, and the smell was awful. It's going down the pipe, and instantly I turned. I thankfully I'd already hooked up the hose, so I'm turning it off. I'm hosing stuff off. It's gotten everywhere. So I go through this horrible mess. People are looking over. They smell it. I'm trying to figure out how I can disguise it like I know what's going on. I finally get the real pipe. So that starts my day heading out to, my, uh, heading out to Synergy. Well, I get there at night, set up, everything's going good. I get up, good night's sleep, get up in the morning. Matt's showing me around the track. I haven't seen it yet. And we're looking at the track. And uh, anyway, see, there's, there's this section that Matt put in there. And Matt, being a supercross guy, likes to put in a – he builds a nice track, and he always puts in something that's real challenging. Well, challenging can also be sketchy if you're yes. a sketchy 48-year-old trying to rip around on a two-stroke because you think you're 18. Anyway, so Matt True. goes over there, and he goes, he says, yeah, man, he goes, uh, he goes, you can just double-double sing like most people do. He said, uh, but the fast way through is to double-triple. Okay. So, Practice starts Saturday, race and Sunday. I go out first AB group, and I take off, and I'm out there, and I'm running around, and I roll the first first lap. Come around second lap, third lap, I start looking at this. And the second lap, I think I double, double, single through it. I do it the third lap, fourth lap. Fifth lap, I bite it now, and I'm just going to go, all right. I'm already cleared on the track, and, and I'm picking up the pace, and I go in, I double in, and I triple out. Well, when I triple out, I come out in the middle, which didn't set me up for the 180 going into the next turn, which I thought, eh, I kind of good in that one. I said, I, I think I'm a, I need to come in on a better line. Come back around through the track. I set up better. I double in. I triple out. Everything feels great. I'm set up for the corner, and lights went out. So lights go out. Next thing I know is um, uh, a guy that was behind me, has pulled up behind, pulled up, and I, I, I guess I kind of, I kind of came to. I guess I was not out for a little bit, but I came to, and I was like on fire, man, um, from like my chest down. I was like, what in the world's going on? But I'm moving my hands and feet. I'm doing that check, so I calm down, and but I can't breathe, and I'm like short for breath. I'm thinking, all right, I knocked the breath off me or knocked out, not the breath out of me, but, 
anyway, I uh, rolled over and I'm kind of upside down. My feet are uphill. And uh, my goggles, like, I can't see. Well, it turns out they're kind of filling out with blood. So the guys, I get one of my buddies to pull the, whoever the buddy was, it was John, come up behind me. And he asked to get my goggles off of me. And I'm moving my head around, so I know that's fine, but my face is killing me. Uh, so I don't know how long it took. I guess the mule comes over there, the paramedics get over there. They're trying to strap a board on me, and and, and I've got them to take my helmet off. I unbuckle it, and I get them to take it off. And when they take it off, I realize what's happened is I've broken my jaw, my right side, completely in half. And so that and – and what it, I guess what had happened is I had – However, I wreck when I hit my face hit so hard that the uh, and I wore a great helmet, the wore a bell helmet, and it just did its job. But it just I hit so hard face first with middle arms that it twisted around and it snapped my jaw. But um, anyway, so I'm laying there, and, you know, and they're trying to put this neck brace on. They're doing their job, and I'm sitting there telling the guy, I'm like, dude, my jaw is broken. Although that's what it sounds like in my head. I'm sure it came out like, you know, it didn't make any sense to him. But, um, but anyway, he's trying to put the neck brace on my neck and, and lo and behold, you know, your chin is what holds that neck brace. In. Well, he's jamming that thing around my chin and around the back of my neck. I mean, I've never had a neck collar on before that I remember. And, uh, so you realize that that's not going to work. So anyway, they get me in the ambulance and, um, and it was funny because the, the town that it's in is about 15 miles, 12, 15 miles outside of a little town called Wadawi, uh, which is like a, got a little lake Wadawi. It's known for some bass fishing. But uh, the, I, the apparently the paramedic was related to the uh, was related to the to the uh, ambulance driver because I could hear the paramedic going, "Mama, now, Mama, take it easy now, Mama. Don't hit all them holes, Mama. He's in a lot of pain back here, Mama." So this went on for the 12 or 13, 15 miles, and that was probably... The family affair. Yeah, man. That was worse than the accident itself. But I get it, I get into the... Uh, um, I get over to Wood Alley Hospital, and, and, of course, Timmy gets a phone call. I've got my phone, because Matt, she asked me, he's like, what do you need? I'm like, just give me my phone. You know, I need to let my wife know I'm, I've been in an accident. And I, at this point, I figure, all right, I broke my jaw. This is going to suck for about however long it takes for them to fix your jaw. And, um, and it felt like I probably broke a rib or knocked the wind out of me. But, uh, so we get to the hospital and, that, and then these, these ladies pick me up. They put you off that hospital or whatever, the ambulance gurney, you know, and they slide you over. Well, these, these ding dongs drop me and, and, I, and they drop me into the thing. And, and then I realized, man, that, that really didn't feel good. And so they said, we got to go do the CT. And so they take me, and dude, this, this, this hospital was sketchy. I think it was built in the 1800s. There was like lead paint chipping and cracking on the ceilings. And I'm thinking, oh man. Yeah, I'm going to have, I got to be in a better hospital. But they did have a CT machine. So they put me on that thing and rolled me through there. And and I still haven't had any paint medicine or anything. And they put me back in the, um, they put me back in the, uh, the uh, my, the room and then the attending uh, doctor comes in and says, uh, "Sir, you're not staying here." And I was like, "Why?" They go, "Well, you've broken your back. You broke your T5, your T6, and 
T5, 6, and 7, and your traverse process on the T5, uh, you fractured your uh, right clavicle, which I thought that was weird because I've already done that. I got a plate in there, and but apparently I cracked it at the end of the plate. Uh, and then I broke my, I guess they said that was my 12th rib, it was, and it was poking me. Well, so I'm like, oh, that kind of sucks. So they said, and here's what was really interesting. I'm from north of Atlanta, and they were like, hey, man, you want to go to uh, you want to go to Atlanta or you want to go to uh, UAB? And I'm like, well, I guess let's go to Atlanta. Well, they call in Grady Hospital, Atlanta. Apparently, there was a one of these political rallies, the Black Lives Matter rallies going on uh, at that time. Um, and so they said, sorry, we can't take anyone. We are full because there was some sort of rioting and stuff going on right outside the hospital. I'm like, well, that sucks. So they give me this. They come back and they put me in some, on some pain medication, which I instantly start feeling better. And uh, they have to sh- ship me to about an hour and 45 minutes to the University of Alabama, Birmingham. But uh, wow, the funny, yeah. So that was so that was getting that was all the early excitement. But what was hilarious is so Timmy is on his way. Timmy and, and there's a kid that's training at the Motherwax Compound, and. and uh, for those who may be listening, uh, the, uh, Timmy is Timmy Bedore. He's Matt Walker's right-hand man. Uh, he does the training down at uh, Matt Walker's MX Compound in, uh, in Georgia. Well, anyway, Timmy was coming out, and uh, he was going to go ride over at uh, Monster Mountain. Well, he and uh, a new rider uh, named Javier, I uh, can't remember his last name, he just moved here from Ecuador to do some training. Really good rider, up-and-coming, fast kid. Uh, they're on their way. Well, they get the phone call that I'm putting the wreck. So Timmy and him come over to, uh, they come see me. He's going to come to help take care of me and all that. Uh, he's like a son to my wife and I, but Timmy comes in the, uh, in the, uh, in the room. Well, I do this on the 24th on September 23rd. The day before was Timmy's birthday. Well, Matt Walker ordered, I think he got it on Amazon, but, I'm just, can I just call it what it's called? Matt ordered it. It's called ass spray. It Perfect. is a, it is fart stink in a pump spray, but it's like the potency of mid August Loretta Lynn Portageon. It's horrible. Gross. Unbelievable gross. So here I am figuring out where I'm going to be transported to. Timmy's sitting there, the nurse, the doctor comes in. And the nurse just gives me some pain medicine because they got to transport me. So I'm starting to feel good. (laughs) Well, Timmy starts pumping the the, the ass spray in the the room. And, um, of course, right when he pumps it, he and Javier walk off and leave and go to the track to go get my camper, my trailer, and load up all my stuff to take it back. You You don't have good friends. (laughs) <laughs> oh it was so funny and you can just imagine i mean the lady comes in there and she's looking at me and and i'm so drugged up i just know it smells bad but she's looking at me and then it occurs to me she thinks that's me <laughs> just like, what do you say i mean because it was that bad and and i think she's right. looking at me like um now we got to cut those pants off of you this is going to be oh, awful geez. No kidding, yeah. her worst nightmare. Hey, this is Zach Cummins from Phoenix Racing Co. You're listening to the Big MX Radio Show. We're going to commercial. We'll be right back. 
Justified Cultures is the kind of apparel from the moment you put it on makes you feel like it was made just for you. Quality, comfortable apparel designed for and inspired by the live what you love lifestyle. Woven throughout the moto, desert, skate, and surf culture of Justified is the desire to celebrate human achievement, to inspire and create a modern lifestyle brand reflecting today's generation. Zach Commons, Matty Jesse, Phoenix Racing Co., Dominique Daffe, Cody Matichuk, and John Short are just a few athletes who don Justified Cultures clothing. Passion needed a clothing line to speak to the way that it lived each day, so we created Justified Cultures. Navigate justifiedcultures.com to easily view over 40 individual styles to help you make a statement every time you step outside. As presenting sponsor to Big MX Radio, lock in promo code BIGMX17 when checking out at justifiedcultures.com to receive 30% off your Justified Cultures clothing. Express your lifestyle with Justified Cultures. Live what you love. This is a test of your racersindex.com awareness. This was a test to see if you're ready to be found at racersindex.com. Supercross and Arena Cross are coming up. Now is the time to secure your position on a team. Mechanics, models, riders, flaggers, team owners, production specialists, anything related to racing. Be found at racersindex.com. Click it for your ticket to be found and become part of the racing industry. Racersindex.com, your ultimate race production resource. Visit racersindex.com now. When it's time to turn heads... Spokeskins has you covered. Whether it's dirt bikes, street bikes, or bicycles, nobody does it better than Spokeskins. Mix and match your spokes, or go with the same color all the way around. Either way, Spokeskins is the way to go to customize the look of your bike. Uniting off-road riders on every end of the budget spectrum, Spokeskins is aimed at giving you the custom look without the custom price tag. If you're looking to set your bike apart from the rest of the herd, turn some heads and be able to change your bike's look on the fly, head to spokeskins.net. They don't just have spokeskins on their website. They've got more. New products are being added all the time, like the Motul Slacker Digital Sag Scale, and just recently, Galfer Off-Road Series Rear Brake Lines, Oversized Rotor Kit, and Front Brake Lines as well. So do what I did. Head to spokeskins.net today, place your order, and get set up to turn some heads out there. Spokeskins, we've got you covered. Racersindex.com is your ultimate race production resource. From the starting line of production to the finish line of winning, Racersindex.com is your go-to resource to be a part of or produce a checkered flag winning event. The professional's place to find work and workers, rides and riders, and more. If you need it to make your race event happen, it's happening at Racersindex.com. If you want to be a part of the racing world, join the Racersindex.com team today. If you need people on your team, you can find them at Racersindex.com. Log on now and find what you need, who you need, and anything needed for two-wheel or four-wheel racing. Log on if you're a mechanic, model, rider, flagger, caterer, sound engineer, team owner, production specialist, or anything related to racing. Find all people, places, and things racing all at racersindex.com. From dirt to the track, from desert to the drag strip, racersindex.com is your ultimate race resource. Click it for your ticket to all things racing. Racersindex.com. What's wrong, Jeff? I don't know, Jay. Well, you better fuel up with a nutritious breakfast with oats and bran. Oats and bran? I didn't think there was such a thing. That's what I used to think. Now, I start out every morning with a bowl of Amigos. For extreme kids like us. 
what I call fueling for the big ride. Hey, kids, start out every morning with a fat bowl. In motocross, everyone wants one common thing. To simply enjoy the ride. Sand, clay, loam, concrete, and everything in between. Riders all want to be able to enjoy their ride. But today is arena cross. Tomorrow is Glen Helen. And Saturday, we're heading to this gnarly sand track. How can we be sure our suspension is always dialed in? For most, employing a full-time practice technician is unrealistic. And even for those who have one, setting suspension is still a chore. Get a measuring tape, scratch a mark on the fender or rear number plate, and attempt some backward math to find 105 millimeters. Does this tape even have millimeters on it? Forget that. Head to Motul. Dot co today and set your sag every time you ride with the Slacker Digital Sag Scale. Let's hear from Johnny Casebeer himself and how this thing works. So uh, really basically you would just uh, stick it on your axle with the magnet, stick the clip on your side plate basically where the arc of the axle would hit the side plate and then uh, pull out the retractable cable, hook it to the clip, and turn it on, and then just take the bike off the stand and, and take a measurement. It's that easy. Trust tuning your suspension to Johnny Casebeer and Motul MX. WUSA is your one-stop shop for quality wheel sets in America. All of the best components built for the toughest conditions. Hit up WUSA.com, that's D-U-B-Y-A-U-S-A.com right now, and check out the custom wheel builder selection. Pick your rims, pick your hubs, pick your spokes, even pick your nipples, and see what it's going to look like on your bike. On the website, you'll drool over components like XL and DID rims, Talon and Kite aluminum hubs, Galfer and Brembo brakes, and spokes that take a licking and keep on ticking. The same wheels that you buy are built by the same guys we're building wheels for. Ryan Dungey, Jeremy Martin, Chad Reed, and the entire Geico Honda team. And I kid you not, they are not told whose wheels are whose, they just build amazing product. And I want you guys in a set of W wheels. So do what I did, and head to WBYAUSA.com today. WUSA, all things wheels. Hey guys, Bill's Pipes is back, and that means the return of legendary performance. Two strokes, check. Four strokes, check. Since 1974, they've been tuning power at its finest for motocross racers, off-road racers, you name it. For you two-stroke lovers, the MX2 Bill's Pipe exhaust system is flat out the right choice to make. Nickel, works, and the brand new cone look is the right system for the job. When it comes to four strokes, Bill's Pipes brings the RE13 to decimate the field anywhere, 
anytime. So if you want the same pipe used by Billy Leninovich, Sean Collier, Vicky Golden, and the entire Barn Pros Home Depot Yamaha team, head over to BillsPipes.com today and never settle. Hey, this is Adam with Vexy MX, and you're listening to the Big MX Podcast Radio Show. Hey, this is Alex Ray. I don't know if, why you're listening to Brad's podcast, but I'll be back on soon. Hey, this is Zach Cummins. All you hosers, quit listening to Nickelback and jump on over to the Big MX Radio Show. Hey, guys, this is Kate Clayson, and not only do I blow uh, Alex Ray's doors off in the track, but I do it at K1 speed, too. But uh, what was what was the, uh, the the recovery time like for you, and uh, and how suit? And I know you got a lot of uh, flack for it on online. Uh, you knew him at, before before you even crashed that you'd get back on the bike. Uh, what was that like for you, kind of uh, battling uh, a few of the keyboard warriors who said uh, you shouldn't get back on? Uh, you know what. I've, been, I've had some wrecks before. Um, I guess it probably, I don't guess it gets any, the explanation gets any easier whether you're younger or older, but I mean, we moto. That's what we do. We ride dirt bikes. I and mean, whether you're fast, you're slow, you're young or you're old, if you're in it, you're in it. And that's what, that's why we do it. That's why you have radio shows. That's why we talk to people. And that's why we bench race. And it's just something that, that's hard to explain to people. So I don't know. I, part of it was I'd tell folks, I'm like, listen, would you, you know, I'd get that you're too old for this. And, you know, you could, you could, what if you couldn't walk? And I'm like, well, you know, um, I serve a big God and, uh, if that's his plan then that's his plan. But, um, you know, as long as I'm able and, and, and willing and he's making it available for me to, uh, be able to ride and, and, and try to be a good influence to, uh, you know, to the kids and, and other folks around me, uh, by just trying to wait. I try to live my life. If that's the avenue that he wants me to be in, then, he's, then I'm going to keep riding my dirt bike. And, uh, so that's kind of the way I feel about it. But, um, you know, everybody's got their opinions. Um, I think ultimately uh, when someone, when folks really start realizing that it's your passion and that's something that you do and you're doing it out of good, um, I think they tend to give you a little bit of the doubt. I mean, you know, one of my responses to some folks, Brad, was like, what if I was running, just exercising, trying to beat yesterday, yeah. you know, and, and I got hit by the UPS man? Or what if I was riding my bicycle on one of the designated green paths that the counties and, and the green spaces they laid down for us to ride a bicycle? What if I was doing that? that does happen. Yeah, I could have sustained the same injuries. And I'm like, would you still be telling me I'm too old to ride a bicycle? I'm too old to jog? I mean, I get it. I mean, motocross and all that's inherently more dangerous than probably riding your bike or jogging. But I think the point's still the same. I mean, you can get hurt doing anything. And, uh, Absolutely. And you don't need people on Facebook telling you that you, you're too old for this, man. You know you're too old for this. You just do it anyway. <laughs> that's exactly right. Yeah, I, I exactly know I'm too old for it. But uh, too old for it, but too stupid to know the difference. Um, but, uh, no, nah, it was good. You know, they, um, as far as the recovery, they uh, had said to me, um, you know, it was going to be three months. Um, I thought it was going to be longer than that uh, once I got home. Because uh, when I was in the hospital, they had you on that, um, forgive me if I pronounce it wrong, but 
they had me on this stuff called Daladen, and um, it was like the most powerful thing I've ever experienced, but it made everything fine. And, and while we was in there, um, I guess that was Saturday's the wreck. I didn't have surgery to them to fix my face uh, until uh, Monday, but that made the pain, made me just have no pain. And so, um, you know, I was, I started playing around and I guess some of the keyboard warriors on Facebook and everybody else or some of my buddies are like, somebody please get the phone away from him. So I was having some fun Facebook living cause I could take my jaw. If you recall, and I could move it around and, and it didn't even mm-hmm. hurt, but it was disgusting, uh, in hindsight. Yes. But, uh, yes, yeah. So I think I had made three or four of those videos. Um, and, uh, you know, I was getting some fun feedback. And, of course, I'm high as a kite because I'm all pent drugged up on pain medicine. So I think it's the funniest thing to do just to pass the time. Uh, my sweet wife, Valerie, came, and she stayed there from Saturday through Wednesday when I was discharged. Um, I had all sorts of good friends and moto people come and, and uh, some friends from Alabama and Georgia. They all drove to the hospital to see me and, you know, you get a good idea whether you're doing the right stuff or the wrong stuff when you have friends that really matter and they, they'll go out of their way to stop what they're doing to come make sure you're taken well care of. And uh, never in any other sport that I've ever participated in or, you know, just, just had accidents or illnesses in regular life. You do, you did I, have I ever had the kind of outpouring of support like you have in the Moto family? So, I mean, Cal, what are you going to say? I mean, Moto family is the best. And, um, you know, once I got home, though, um, the day I got home from uh, the hospital, um, my wife had made, like, this pad on the floor because I couldn't – the bed was too soft, and I've got a broke back, so I was like, i got to lay somewhere. And uh, so I laid down there, and they'd given me some oral medication, and all that medication I hated. I, I got off of it as fast as I could. I think it lasted about four or five days with it but um i made one last video and then the reality of of what had happened set in and i started getting some nerve problems my, my legs weren't working i had a hard time walking because swelling in my back and that was pretty scary but even through all that i mean all i could do is count my days i couldn't wait i started i think the third week or the fourth week i've got kind of like a crossfit gym i built at my at my place and uh I went down there, and I thought to myself, "Well, if I can if I can do some inverted sit ups and hug myself, right? So maybe I could do that. I could probably start get start therapy." Um, so I, did, I figured this out with all my years of medical school. I went down there to do this on my own, and um, I knocked out sixty inverted sit ups and. I bet you it set me back another four or five days at the time. Um, I should have never done that. So back to the couch and all I went. But um, you know what, man, though? Doing little things like, I mean, after that, I started just doing the lightest type of stuff I could do, kind of raising my legs and just anything I could do to keep moving around. And I'm not supposed to be on a bike until uh, Christmas Eve. Um, and tomorrow, uh, Blair called me today and said he's prepping the track and tomorrow we're having a session. It'll be my sixth set, uh, moto day 
um, in three weeks. So I'm, I'm back way early. Um, but now that being said, I've been mountain biking and I can, you know, sit ups and pull ups and I can start doing put, uh, you know, dips and all kinds of stuff. So I feel pretty darn good. I'm about 90%. Um, I am wearing my chest protector to protect those ribs and, um, tiptoeing around the corners, which some of my buddies think I'm faster now that I've been hurt in my corners because they said I was terrible before, but they're jerks. But, uh, Anyway, yeah. so that's where we're at. We're uh, we're healing up, and uh, and just just excited to be back on the on, on the bike. Well, I'm glad to see that you're back on the bike, man. It's uh, amazing to see that you've been back on there six times already. I think I might have. <clears throat> I'm thinking I'm, I might have only been able to uh, get on about 20 ride days myself all of uh, 2016. So that's a little bit depressing, all things considered. Uh, but uh, um, great to see you back on the bike, man. And uh, that your determination is something that uh, should be uh, should, should inspire a few people out there. And uh, for for any of those old guys out there uh, that are uh, uh, um, worried about getting hurt or, or uh, thinking about putting it down. Uh, you got any words for those people? You know, I, I think you just got if you're if you're really passionate about it and you're doing it because you really love riding moto, go ride, man. And uh, uh, but I, but I would say if there's one thing that uh, that I've learned from guys that are you know in our vet moto that that do it better than I do. Um, try to be in the best, absolute best shape you can. Um, you know, if you, if you kind of, and I know everybody, we all work and we have lives that we have to tend to. And, and that could be wives and family and children and little league and football and soccer. And we try to fit in our own, our own, uh, you know, our own riding and moto in that, but, you know, try to do something to, to stay more fit than you are now, because, uh, I didn't have to have two, um, two eight inch rods put in my spine, uh, because the doctor said that, uh, I had enough, um, muscle tone stability. Uh, yeah. and yeah, and it was, and I, you know, right after my accident and I was probably in as good a shape as I am at, throughout each year, you know, right. At the end of the summer, you've been motoing hard and, uh, you know, trying to go to the nationals and everything else. So, um, yeah, fitness level was high and I, I really do attribute, um, I really do attribute to fitness and God's will. I mean, you know, I, um, that's just how I am and that's how I believe. But I, I think if you can stay fit, the more fit you are, the, the better off you're going to be when you do hit the dirt because we're going to hit the dirt. I mean, it's just what that you're going to do. That is the reality of sports. Eventually, you do uh, collide with the ground here and there, but uh, you seem to be uh, uh, well on your way to uh, spinning those fastest, faster lap times every single year, man. It's always a pleasure to have you back on the podcast. To uh, you're, you're a great ambassador for uh, both Meta as, as well as Verb Moto and uh, the sport of motocross, man, as well as, well as two strokes. Two-stroke riders everywhere. Yes, Frank, Frank, man, it's always a pleasure, my friend. You give us so much time, and I really appreciate it. Um, fi- final words before I let you go, because unfortunately, I got to run. You bet. Um, you know, just uh, just thank you guys for having me on. Uh, I'd like to say, uh, as always, I want to thank Scott and Ryder Steffi over at Viral Brand. Those guys keep me uh, keep me looking good uh, with my goggles. The Roost Max. Christina and Chris Denny, my bikes are always on point. You know, Tim Daniels, the guys over at Troy Designs and 
Simon at Mike and DT1. Of course, Shane at uh, Fuel Clothing, keeping my feet always looking right. Uh, Inside Line Connect. Jason McCoon, a.k.a. Happa. He's always taking care of us out there. Uh, of course, Little D and Chris at FMF and Chad Kreitz at FMF Apparel. Andrew Campo over at Meta. Um, just all the guys, Joe at Joe Moto Racing and even Matt Walker for, uh, you know, letting this old guy come down there and, uh, work with those guys, uh, or letting me work in with those fast guys to try to steal a few tips here and again. You know, I just like to thank those guys because they keep me riding and, uh, and guys like yourself that, uh, want to hear some stories from an old guy like me. So just thank awesome, everybody man. for it and really appreciate all the great support when I was down and hurt and, uh, I'm happy to be back. Oh, we appreciate you, my friend. Uh, it's always great uh, to talk to you. Uh, don't hang up just yet, but for podcast sake, we'll cut it off right there. All right. Thank you, Brad. Justified Cultures is the kind of apparel from the moment you put it on makes you feel like it was made just for you. Quality, comfortable apparel designed for and inspired by the live-what-you-love lifestyle. Woven throughout the moto, desert, skate, and surf culture of Justified is the desire to celebrate human achievement, to inspire and create a modern lifestyle brand reflecting today's generation. Zach Commons, Matty Jesse, Phoenix Racing Co., Dominique Daffe, Cody Matichuk, and John Short are just a few athletes who don Justified Culture's clothing. Passion needed a clothing line to speak to the way that it lived each day, so we created Justified Culture's. Navigate justifiedcultures.com to easily view over 40 individual styles to help you make a statement every time you step outside. As presenting sponsor to Big MX Radio, lock in promo code BIGMX17 when checking out at justifiedcultures.com to receive 30% off your Justified Cultures clothing. Express your lifestyle with Justified Cultures. Live what you love. Justified Cultures is the kind of apparel from the moment you put it on makes you feel like it was made just for you. Quality, comfortable apparel designed for and inspired by the live-what-you-love lifestyle. Woven throughout the moto, desert, skate, and surf culture of Justified is the desire to celebrate human achievement, to inspire and create a modern lifestyle brand reflecting today's generation. Zach Commons, Matty Jesse, Phoenix Racing Co., Dominique Daffe, Cody Matichuk, and John Short are just a few athletes who don Justified Cultures clothing. Passion needed a clothing line to speak to the way that it lived each day. So, we created Justified Cultures. Navigate justifiedcultures.com to easily view over 40 individual styles to help you make a statement every time you step outside. As presenting sponsor to Big MX Radio, lock in promo code BIGMX17 when checking out at justifiedcultures.com to receive 30% off your Justified Cultures clothing. Express your lifestyle with Justified Cultures. Live what you love.